Tonight's episode is sponsored by Mountain Sea Blast, available at all gas stations, street corners, and town halls by law. like rioters smashing around a busted up soda truck except these rioters are obviously coked out of their minds on some sort of carbonated beverage inside the back of the truck smashing things up is a robot shark man standing nearby our three heroes father o'malley holding on to a hose spraying them down with what he thought was going to be water but no the water here has already been tainted by the mountain sea blast rain as the water splashes into these people and just crashes into them with tremendous force, they are knocked off of their feet and thrown back towards the wall of a nearby building. Some of them go crashing through a department store window. The shark man sees you and, recognizing you as an enemy, rips up a large portion of the cab of the truck and hurls it in your direction. I get everyone out of the way with a gigantic pushing. Roll to protect someone. Uh, that's a five and a two with my tough of three. That brings a seven to a ten. Okay, with the ten you get one additional effect. Uh, I would like to suffer a little harm from the car door. Okay, so instead of three, you'll take two from the car. And uh, you're able to tackle your friends out of the way. Cease your violence, fiend! You have already caused enough damage. Lives have been lost and your mind was taken. Choose now. Die at our hands or redeem yourself by helping us to stop the monster that made you a monster. It kind of roars at you in what you think a shark robot might sound like. Well, I think I'm going to go hide behind the van because, you know, that's a big shark thing and I'm Little Shark Bait, so bye. And you run and duck behind the van. Father O'Malley? Uh, I gotta try and deactivate this fire hydrant so that we're not just spraying more soda into the melee. Yeah, you have that situation right now, like in the cartoons, where the fire hose is flapping all around, spraying in every direction. I, I assumed as much. That's why I'm going to close the fire hydrant before I do anything else. Okay, you run over and start tightening the screw. And hoping that I don't get mauled by a shark man. Well, the shark man does begin to approach, cautiously growling. I'm going to interpose myself. Um, I don't think he has a clean line of sight to Trevor. So I'm going to put myself in between the cyber shark man and father o'malley i'm not gonna have my sword pointed at him and i'm just gonna have my shield out with my sword out just kind of waiting anticipating world to read a bad situation oh boy uh well uh four and a one plus my sharp of one 
is a six. Well, you get to mark an experience point. I haven't done that in a while. The shark takes a step forward. And another. Staring you down. I take out one of the Kansas Sea Blast from the back that Father O'Malley had, you know, put in a whole big bag from the hospital. And uh, I soda bomb the shark so that the sea blasted her leg. Mmm, morsels. Roll to act under pressure. All right. Act under pressure is cool, which is a one. And my four and a four make it a nine. Okay. You shake up the can, you pop the top, and you hurl it. A little bit sprays on you as you throw it, but most of it does explode all over the cyber shark. It turns in your direction and starts dashing towards the van. I run to intercept. Roll to protect someone. Four and three is seven, plus my tough of three is ten. Okay, with a ten, you get an additional effect. Yeah, um... Going to hold the enemy back. So the shark charges forward, jaws slamming, and you're able to grab your arms around its head and just kind of muscle it backwards. Your feet dig into the concrete a little bit and start chipping the ground beneath you as this thing scrambles and tears at the ground. And then it hits you. At first you thought it might have been a car or a truck. But as you're tumbling through the air, you see one of the sea blasted. Only it's about ten feet tall, with arms as thick as tree trunks. There are several more from the pile that the good father sprayed that are racked in painful spasms as their limbs grow and twist. The shark creature, meanwhile, flies almost as far as you before hitting the pavement and tumbling. Take four harm. Okay. Well, so long hospital visit. Just gonna get that on the stable and check back again. Alright. So I've got this cool move called Often Overlooked. And when I act all crazy to avoid something, I roll plus weird. On a 10+, plus, I'm regarded as unthreatening and unimportant. On a 7 to 9, pick one. Unthreatening or unimportant. On a miss, I draw lots, but not all, of the attention. Make a roll. All right. Well, that is a 3 and a 3, and my weird of 1 for a 7. Uh, 7 to 9 is pick one, unthreatening or unimportant. So I'm going to go with unimportant. And cartwheel away. Okay, you start making some distance. Um, cartwheeling in your scuba gear. <laughs> with your trash can shield. <laughs> oh yeah. Truly, thoroughly unimportant. The sea blasted just looks at your direction and howls. As its jaw distends, and you can see more and more teeth growing inside of its mouth. It rips the top off of your van and begins shoveling cans of Mountain Sea Blast into its face. 
Well, I always did want a convertible. Father O'Malley, what you got? Having successfully stopped the hose from creating more of these things, I'm going to roll up on the one that seems to be distracted by consuming as much soda as it can. And shaking my head, I will look it in the eye and say, You poor soul, you never asked for this. This horrendous nightmare was thrust upon you by an evil corporation who did not have your best intentions in mind. However, I cannot allow you to remain here and prove threat to either myself, the knight, or my young charge who is cartwheeling away. So, in the name of the Lord, I will cast you out. And then I will use my cast out evil move. And uh, that is a two and a one, which makes three. Plus my tough of two is a five. Uh, and so that means that something is keeping it here and that that is bad. It looks at you, grabs you, and stuffs you into its mouth. Well, I guess I have to attack it then with my giant flaming broadsword. I don't want to be eaten. Roll to kick some ass. All right. A five and a three is eight. Plus my tough of two is a ten. With a ten, you get to choose an additional effect. My additional effect will be to take less harm. Okay. So, it's chewing on you. Does three damage. So I reduce that by one for my effect and one for my armor. Hooray. And I deal three harm with my attack. So you lash out and slash, and as your holy sword comes into contact with this thing, it just kind of searingly carves into it, and a spray of green liquid comes out as its body just deflates into a pile of skin. Gentlemen, this is most disturbing. The geyser of Sea Blast, however, has definitely attracted the attention of the other creatures. I am going to try to scramble behind other nearby vehicles, get away from the immediate vicinity of the geyser. Sir Osmond. I'm picking myself up off of the pavement and trying to get an eye on things, trying to see where my comrades are, where the uh, cyber shark man has been thrown to. The Cyber Shark Man is struggling to its feet and definitely seems woozy. There are sparks coming out of uh, cybernetic parts that weren't sparking before, and it doesn't seem to have its balance entirely. Meanwhile, there are maybe half a dozen of these giant sea blasted that are rushing directly towards this exploding geyser of green goo. To save the innocent would not be to topple these giants. And I'm moving closer towards the shark man. This is your moment. Death or redemption. Come with me or be left to be consumed in the bowels of a giant. What say you? Now, do you have any kind of move that you're using, or are you just yammering at this thing? 
Uh, well, I'm going to, uh, as an addendum, uh, speak my uh, immortal name and say, uh, Despite your crimes, I, Sir Osmond of the Flow, Knight of the Round Table, and Seeker of the Grail, shall extend to you protection and safety so long as you do so swear to not harm an innocent and to aid us in the very quest of stopping those who made you what you are now. And you've got some kind of dice roll now, don't you? Oh boy. Uh, five and a six uh, add up to an 11, and my charm of two pushes that to a 13. Well then, the shark monster appears to be inspired by your brave words. And it kind of looks back and forth between you and the monsters for a moment before it tears down a lamppost and charges in swinging. Ebbs. Yeah, I'm going to go find a fire truck. Okay. And then I'm going to get inside and hit me some giant zombies. Okay. So, uh, you climb into a fire truck. Roll me an act under pressure roll. Okay. Um, well, a three and a two is a five. An act under pressure is cool for a one. Which makes a six. That makes it an experience point. Hooray! Also, aww. Aww. So, you run over to the fire truck. You open it up. You get inside. There are no keys. Hmm. Also, you're starting to be surrounded. The standard size sea blasted are starting to enclose in around you. They're growling and slamming on the doors. Um, well, I grab one of the axes from in the cabin. And... I sit in the passenger seat, put my feet against the front window, and give it a good kick to kick it out. Okay. And when it falls, I get to step in. So you climb out onto the hood, and there's still maybe 15 or 20 of these things surrounding the cab. It seems like you could get through them, but you'd have to fight your way through. And what if I go the other way, towards the back? Because, you know, these guys are in the front. As you start to climb towards the back, it's a little bit thinner, but the ones in the front are following you. Hmm. Can they climb? You're not sure. Well, I'm not going to take a chance. I'm just going to run. Right over the top, right over the front, right down the street, and back to my buddies. Okay. I'm going to need you to roll to act under pressure. Okie dokie. Well, a two and a one is a three. And my act under pressure of one makes that a four. A four, you say. So, you run, you leap, and as you get halfway through the air, your leg is grabbed and you are dragged to the ground and swarmed by dozens of angry, sea-blasted individuals. Father O'Malley. I am going to run... Towards where Ebbs is. 
Well, you just literally saw him dragged beneath a literal pile of sea blasted. Yes, I know. And as I'm running towards him, I'm going to double pop a top and throw double soda grenades to try and get some of the sea blasted off of him. Roll to act under pressure. I assume that the shark man swinging a, a lamp post has uh, Osman's back. Act under pressure, you say. Act under pressure. Alright, so I've got a 6 and a 4 on the dice, which is 10, and a cool of 1, which is an 11. Okay, so the soda cans explode and uh, give you a bit of an avenue to get to Ebbs. He's not looking so good. Uh, He has been bitten and beaten and clawed, and he does not appear to be conscious. I will lay on hands. Make your roll. That is a 5 and a 3, which is an 8, plus my cool of 1 is a 9. I will instead use a point of luck to uh, have the divine intervention to have rolled a 12. There you uh, go. In which case, uh, as you heal to and are stabilized, and I take no harm. Oh, good. I like being stabilized. You're looking up at your rescuer, Ebbs. Oh, hey, man. Um, can we GTFO? Because everything hurts, and I don't like being here. I'm not entirely certain that your van will operate, but I'm never overly certain that will happen, but let's go. Hooray! And we get in the van. You run back to the van. It looks like it's mostly the roof that has been damaged, um, although one of the side doors is definitely not operable. And in fact, is actually mostly gone. Well, Stephanopoulos owes me. So, you know, we'll get this fixed later. For now, though. Osmond, right now discretion is the better part of valor. We have to go. Having caught up to the lamppost-wielding Cybershark Man, who I've persuaded with my inspiring words... I get his attention and make gesture. Our chariot awaits. We can make our vengeance known this way. Come. The cyber shark is currently wrestling with two of the giant sea blasted. And you're not sure he will be able to free himself. I will go and take care of one of these then. Now, what is it you're trying to do? I'm trying to cut at the ankles of one of these giants with my sword. Roll to kick some ass. Whew, well, a five plus my tough of three, uh, because I got a four and a one, uh, makes eight. Well, you hack into this thing's leg, and once again there's this enormous spray of green mountain sea blasty goo. Uh, it does splash upon you as the creature deflates to just its skin. The... Other creature that was wrestling with the shark lunges directly for it and tries lapping up this green stuff. The shark, meanwhile, finishes clubbing that one down. It must away! It looks at you confused as you say whatever it is you said. You're not sure it understands English. Together. Come with me. Now. Let's go. Roll to manipulate someone. Mm-hmm. 
as I'm like making simple uh, word combinations and trying to pull at its arm in a way that doesn't seem hyper-aggressive, hopefully. That is four and a two, plus two from my charm, makes that an eight. Okay, so as you yank on its arm and pull it towards the van, it does come with you uh, with a lopsided gait. And as it gets to the van, it just kind of sees people sitting in it and then rips off the other door to climb inside. We are assembled. Okay, man. Let's go home. And I drive down the street. Away from the mayhem. As you get in your car and get ready to start driving, you can see that home is where the center of the mayhem is. Well, I do believe I mentioned I was going to get a hotel room most likely tonight, so <laughs> let's go get a hotel room. So you turn around and head into the nicer part of the city. Oh, yeah. Without too much more trouble, you find yourselves a place to rest. However, I do believe somebody else here is unstable. I am unstable. Um, as you're driving, Sir Osmond definitely is losing a lot of blood. Welcome to the middle of episode 16, folks. Dude, that's my line. Haha, <laughs> I took it. Oh, man. So, folks, once again, this is our love letter to you, our fans, in the middle of our episode. We want to remind you that you can check us out at all your podcast sources, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iStore. We're on Amazon now, too. Oh, Amazon. And Stitcher. We're everywhere you guys want to check us out. Also, please go ahead, check out our Facebook page, uh, drop us a follow. We appreciate you. We appreciate that for 16 episodes now, you followed this nonsense that we're having fun with, and you seem to be having fun with it, too. We also want to make sure that you folks stick around at the end of this episode, because there is a little bit of extra content at the end. Also, one last thing, everybody. Within the next couple of weeks, we are releasing a second show. This second show is going to be using a similar rule set to Monster of the Week. It's going to be using a game called Monster Hearts. It's kind of like based on things like the Vampire Diaries and Twilight and, you know, cheesy garbage high school romance series is, is where all the main characters are supernatural monsters. It's going to be a bit of a more adult-themed game with harsher language, so that one will be carrying a mature audience's label. So we hope you stick around, take a listen to that when it's good, ready, and released. And thank you all for sticking up with us and supporting us. And we hope you all stay with us through all this and that you all stay safe. And now, back to the show. We come back from break to see the interior of a hospital waiting room. We have Father O'Malley. We have Trevor Ebbs. And we have a large cybernetic shark, seated in very small, uncomfortable plastic seats. There are toys in the corner, there's a TV on, there's a pile of old magazines on the table. What are you doing to keep yourself entertained? I'm probably seeking medical attention, because I'm also in a very bad way. No, oh, you're unstable as well? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you are holding a ticket with your number on it. You're about 15 or 20 numbers away. So I'm going to go over to the pile of magazines and take a couple out and bring it back over to uh, 
you know, the big shark guy, and be like, check it out. And then I'm going to make some origami. He takes the Highlights for Children magazine from you. Okay. You start folding your origami. He takes a bite out of the magazine. You'll get there. A few moments later, a nurse comes out. Um, excuse me, I'm looking for, uh, Mr. Epps? Hey, that's me! We're having some trouble with your, uh... It says here he's your uncle? He he won't take off his armor so we can put him in the MRI machine. Oh. Well... Some Something about, uh... And she flips through some pages. Metal beast trying to eat him? Oh. So, they bring you, uh, Ebbs, into the hospital and into the room with, with Mr. The Flow. Hey, man. Worry not, good doctor. I shall keep you safe from this machine. Just stay behind, no, behind me. I shall protect us all. Hey, man. What are you doing? Ah, young Trevor. Excellent. Yes. This foul machine seeks to consume us all. And they seek to try to feed me to it in some means of sacrificial ritual. No, man. It's totally cool. This is an MRI. The M stands for magical, and the RI stands for something else that I don't know. But I do know that if you wear your armor inside, it will squish you into nothingness. And if you don't wear your armor inside, it will look inside your body and tell you where the bad stuff is. And then they can fix it. So this is a machine that rips open the people who go inside to... Examine them like some kind of mannequin? Only if they foolishly bring in metal. Because it's a no-metal zone. Back in the waiting room, a confused shark sits next to you, Father O'Malley, with a half-eaten copy of Highlights for Children. So, it seems uh, you have opted to join our group... Uh, I hope there are no hard feelings for uh, the events on that pleasure boat months ago. He tries to hand you the copy of Highlights. Kind of like pushing it into your face a little bit. I will take it. You see, this... Uh, is a magazine meant to entertain children. And then I'll open up to the maze and begin to show him how you navigate the maze. This is the starting location. This indicates where you begin. And lacking a pen, I will just draw my line in the maze with my own blood. At this point, another nurse comes over. Thank you for your patience, Father O'Malley. Um, but uh, your HMO, unfortunately, we're still trying to get in touch with them, and we'll be able to get to you soon. I understand, my dear. Uh, I appreciate what you do. It is truly the Lord's work. Would you happen... To have a pen. She produces a pen. Thank you. This will be far more sanitary. And then I begin to continue the maze in pen. 
And the scene fades out as this mystery comes to an end. So, at the end of the session, we've got some questions to ask. Did you conclude the current mystery? Absolutely nope. not. No way. Yes. <laughs> Look, we've been over this before. A mystery means we don't know what's going on. We totally know what's going on. I blew up a couple of kegs of sea blast. It rained holy hell. And we ran away because goodness, man. It, okay. You know. And and in addition, it wasn't much of a mystery when who is this mysterious shark like assailant? Oh, it's the shark from our first mystery with cybernetic implants that allow one Max Silver to reveal himself as a traitor to us, not acting in our interest at all or the interest of the people. That's right. Look. Then we climactically change him to our side through the efforts of our knightly fellow. Look. I am very convincing. Just ask Miss Luann. I, I, ca- I can't. We, we gave up, okay? This was absolutely like all kinds of things we could have done. We could have learned more about the scene blast and how it works. And instead, we learned a whole lot about how easy it is to ignore something. So no way. A hundred percent we didn't finish. I I I 60-30. vehemently disagree. <laughs> I believe that we take the L on this one. Whatever. There's still three other questions. Did you save someone from certain death or worse? <laughs> yes. Ourselves. Yes. Multiple times over. Also that lady. Remember that lady? Uh, yes. Who had that 12-pack? Um, now, granted, she probably went in her house, drank the sea blast, and became a sea blasted, but... But... But she wasn't ripped we, apart. We saved her life. And it also would have been in poor taste to say, Madam, throw out your cans. <laughs> Let's not forget about the shark. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he could have died. He was um, a soldier. Now he is uh, on the path to redemption. One might argue that we saved innumerous lives by preventing them from drinking sea blast at that giant rager barbecue at the beginning. The mountain sea blast rainfall that was created by the mountain sea blast explosion, notwithstanding, and whatever seems to have happened to uh, the bungalow that we call our base of operations. Listen, we all know exactly from fire experience, exactly how much credit I take in zombie apocalypses. It's none. Okay, so next question. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Max Silver is evil. Uh, We learned that. We learned uh, the extreme combustibility of Mountain Sea Blast. We learned that if you explode enough of it, it will create an unholy rainfall that will um, utterly annihilate everything um we learned that uh apparently the shark man was a not dead and b cybernetic now uh we also learned that the mascots are being mass-produced grotesquely i believe we had a name for them what was that the sodalacrums I feel like there was something else we learned. We learned a lot. It was it was a very eye-opening 
and harrowing adventure. Fourth question. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? We learned that Sir Osmond can empathize with a shark rather effectively. We've learned that uh, hospitals have trouble getting through the Father O'Malley's insurance. And we've learned via admission that Trevor Ebbs is a coward. Ebbs also distinctly learned that I can't use my uh, lay on hands on myself. True story. Okay, so how many yeses is that? Three. I, I think it was three. Correct. Okay, so three three yeses is two marks of experience point. I'm gonna level up. I level, level up so good. I do not because I have been kicking too much ass. Just go ahead and boast, alright? Hey, it just means I will have to level up at another time. Well, we've got two folks leveling. What new powers are you taking? Well, I am going to get a haven like the expert has with two options. Okay, so let's talk about your haven. Yeah, let's do that. So, my bungalow down on the beach, where I like to just camp out on the beach and sand and hang out and chill, is gone. So, it's time to go back to the second house. And what is this second house? It's a two-story house in the hills. Okay. Yeah, man. It's got a garage and two floors and a roof and a wall that surrounds it. So what special properties does this have? I will get to that in just a moment while I uh, scroll back up to expert. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, Father O'Malley, what sort of new tricks do you have up your sleeve? Well, I'm taking a look through here and... I do believe I'm going to take a play from another playbook and I'm going to take the play Bottle It Up from The Professional, which says that if I want, I can take up to a plus three bonus when I act under pressure. And for each plus one I use, the keeper gets a hold one that they can use as a one for one to give me a negative one on any move except act under pressure. I love that. Uh, with the justification being that with all the action I've seen, I can repress my emotions to get the job done, but it may affect me in other ways later. All right. Back to Marty. What do you got? So, uh, it says here I can take an infirmary so I can heal people and have the space for one or two to recuperate. The keeper will tell you how long any patient's recovery is likely to take and if you need extra supplies or help. Because I'm pretty sure we need a place to crash and, and heal up a little bit better than hospitals all the time. Sounds good. And for the second one, uh, gosh, they're all so good. Shoot, I'm going to take Armory. I have a stockpile of mystical and rare monster-killing weapons and items. If I need a special weapon, nope, I don't want that one. That one's stupid. I'm not a fighter. Protection spells. My haven is safe from monsters. They cannot enter. Monsters might be able to do something special to evade the wards, but not easily. Okay. So, we've got a new hangout. We've got some extra tricks for everyone's favorite priest. And now, we have a little bit of an epilogue.
I apologize for interrupting your regularly scheduled broadcast. This is Preston Phoenix with BHNN, the Blue Harbor's news network. We have reports of terrorists attacking Los Angeles this afternoon with what could possibly be a chemical weapon. There were several explosions that targeted Blue Harbor's holdings. Yes, Blue Harbor's, makers of the smash new beverage sensation Mountain Sea Blast. Mountain Sea Blast, we've never been responsible for an oil spill. These chemical weapons, which were with absolute and complete certainty released by the terrorists and not as a byproduct of any Blue Harbor's products, have caused many strange reactions in the citizens of LA. As these videos show, regular, everyday consumers of Mountain Sea Blast are being robbed and injured by what appears to be zombies. The entire seaboard has been overrun with these shambling assailants, and citizens are taken to the streets to fight back. There are roving packs of vigilantes armed with a variety of looted weapons, riding salvaged vehicles, battling not only the zombies, but also each other over territory. It's got a real Kirkman-slash-Miller feel to it. Santa Monica was also taken by zombie hordes, and nothing of value was lost.